Wally Wonka Experience. My name is Daryl, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, he's known for being one of the better halves on the TSN 1260 Morning Radio Show. We call it the AM Nasty, I think is how it's referred to most days. Lieutenant Eric, how are you? Good, yourself, man? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you joining me today. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Is uh, podcasting one of the things that you're familiar with? Do you do a lot of it or no? No, none of it. I don't no. listen to them. I don't do them. I, uh, I, I've listened to a few, but uh, I like the good old radio. You know what I mean? Yeah. The yeah. AM radio. I got to say, like, after listening to all the radio that I have throughout my life, your guys' show is by far the most entertaining, both between AM and uh, FM radio. Like, it's a great show. And uh, I'm curious, like, how is it working on the other side of it, being a producer and getting it all rolling? It's fun. It's easy when you work well with your surroundings, right, and the people you work with. So it's uh, that's credit to Dustin, really. So we both, we could probably do the show, you know, blindfolded and, and with plugs in our ears and still, you know, familiarity and stuff. So that makes it easy. And uh, but it's it's fun. You know, that's I like doing that. I've done radio for a little while, so it's like nothing new, but certainly the sports angle and talk radio was and it's nice. It's fun. It's fun. Every morning yeah. is fun, even yeah. covering a crappy team. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know really what I mean? Crap. Yeah. Well, like, how does how does the production for the show kick off? Do you guys, I mean, maybe these are secrets that you guys can't let loose with, but is it uh, is it like a day in, day in and day out grind? Like, do you prepare the material yourself or does it, how does it happen for you guys? Dustin does quite a bit of it. He's, he's very creative. Not saying I'm not creative, but he certainly... Um, you know, he'll dream up lyrics in his sleep and that type of thing. So that's yeah. kind of funny. Um, but no, we each like, and that's the thing, we each kind of bring our own, uh, you know, talents to the floor and you just kind of, you know, so it's hard to explain, but we, we um, whatever the duties are, and there's certainly a lot of them, but they're all kind of weird and small and intricate and minute and, and just stupid stuff. But doing it for as long as we have, we know who, which ones to do. And as yeah. I say, like, we don't even have to really, there's not much communication, you know. It just flows, we, we, right? We talk all the time, but we just, we flow it and, and we know what to do. And then again, it just comes from doing it for, for however long we've been doing it together. Mm -hmm. And which doesn't happen too often, I guess you could say. But I mean, I've known a few producers too who have done like news talk and it's just the host, like, get me this, this, this and that. And if you don't, you get shit. And yeah. Can you swear? Oh, yeah. You can do yeah. whatever you feel like doing and uh so you know um but yeah it, it certainly makes it easy working with a good guy and a good friend you know that type of thing yeah so i don't know specifically like there's uh yeah we each kind of share bite 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 whatever we can off the bone and go from there yeah how long is it that you guys have been working together um i started at the station at team 1260 in 20 either late 2011 or early 2012 my practicum and i started with uh ironic uh i kind of shadowed ironic because he was producing shows and dusty had inside hockey which ran after the nielsen show from 10 to 11 and it was an hour-long hockey program so that was the first show i got to work with him on and produce with him on and all i did was pick three bumper songs an hour and that was and called the guests i didn't do any on air with him or anything but so that was the first time I had uh, I had met him. And then he'd gone to bat for me quite a bit as I worked at the station and stuff with the bear and everything like that. So 
I must have done something that uh, caught his eye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he fell in love. It was yeah. on the first, I guess. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. He just threw you on his back and away you guys went. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys do make pretty good magic on the show. I have to say, like, it's pretty entertaining. And if it's not you guys that are making people laugh, some of the, uh, some of the texts and, and oh. messages that you guys get, like, yeah. I don't know, like <laughs> it must make you shake your head some days, eh? especially like you say, covering such a shitty team that you do. Uh, yeah. Like uh, that, it's fun because you get uh, to know people quite well and they yeah. become kind of friends, you know what I mean? Coworkers in a sense, everybody yeah. that texts in. So that's fun. And yeah, for the most part, it's pretty clean, but uh, you know, some days it gets pretty grim depending on world situations and what have you, but that's just one of the, uh, that's just part of the job. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's certainly, you know, it's a great idea percolator. Most of, I mean, if I could give listeners money and texters money, I would because they certainly earn some of it some mornings with, Yeah. but that's fun. And it, and it, and it lets people be a part of the show a bit and you can, you can be somebody. Yeah. I always encourage you to create I mean, good sports talk shows. You know, the listeners are, are just as famous. Be somebody, create a persona, let her rip, yeah. you know, whatever. So it's fun. That's that's the fun part. And and, the, and as I said, they are co-workers. So it's it's neat to yeah. work with a lot of people, even though you don't know who they are. Yeah, because they, they really do contribute to the show quite a bit, actually. Like 100%. A huge segment yeah. of your show is texts and messages and phone calls and stuff. Yeah, 100%, 100%. And we crack it good, like in, in terms of our show and, and our station and, and what we do in, ter- in, in numbers in the country, like we kill it. So that's they're, they're just as equal part of it as, as, as we are. So where are you guys, right? Like, I mean, you must keep stats on that. Is it monthly or so? Like, where do you guys rank on the on the tier of, of radio? Wow. So they get these meters. You get phoned and you can wear a meter. So certain people wear a meter and that's how you... It's all pretty whack, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really... But it's that's the, that's the measurement system that's used. So it just depends kind of who's wearing a meter. So yeah. I don't know. We're, we're up there in terms of who we are. We, we still punch above our weight. Um, but you know, everybody's taken a hit in the past, like with radio cause commutes and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it was a weird system of, uh, of keeping score before, but now it's even more skewed. So it's just kind of stupid. But so we, we take our, we, we, there's lots of metrics we can follow. Texts are one of them that we have huge numbers in, you know, our online stuff is, is good. It's, it's big um twitter pretty active you know so we, we get a lot of engagement stuff online and, and mm-hmm. we have a very loyal listenership and, and fan base listening mm-hmm. um so all those things are measurable and it's just <laughs> it's a weird way of keeping score it's like if, in, if if hockey's like key stat metric was still plus minus and we all use that as like a the supreme religion right so you yeah. can't really those are the rules and those, those are the how you keep score but uh no we we, we do well for who we are and, and yeah. what we're expected to do here for sure. For sure. Yeah. And is, is radio something that you always wanted to get into? Like, you know, way back when you were younger, was that kind of what your ambition was or what career path were you following? Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, radio huge. I love radio. Um, so I grew up in Saskatoon and my dad, we'd listen to WHL games. You could go all the way down the dial each and every night. Right. And get like however many games could be on FM. Um, so AM radio was always cool. But, and I really, really loved it because I listened to all those hockey games, nights mm-hmm. and like nights and nights, nights, falling asleep to a radio. So I loved the radio. My mom would drive us around when we were kids, listen like 50s and 60s, right? AM radio again. So loved the radio. Um, and we had a big, 
well, they still do, but in Saskatoon, CFCR is a huge community radio station. And a lot of people, like, it's pretty popular in terms of just youth there, university city and everything. So people dig it quite often over the commercialized stuff. But, and um, so as I got older, I kind of, you know, you pick that up, you listen to those kind of alternative waves. And uh, so I graduated high school and a buddy of mine who's in, he works for CBC now, but we're both like, we should apply to do a show at this community station. We want to do a heavy metal stoner metal program or whatever so we built up the thing and gave it in and at the time metallurgy was there for like 25 years was this huge metal show in saskatoon and everybody knew about it larry labo was the host so we fill in this application and a couple of years go by he goes to regina for school i'm still there just kind of working and they get in touch with me and they're like do you still want to do this i'm like yeah i want it and, and my buddy had since left so i was like i'll do it on my own and so I took over for this Larry Lava metallurgy fellow who was like this legend guy. So I had to take over the big shoes to fill. And uh, that was kind of weird, but it was fun. So I did that for five years and it was the best. And I'd like, we'd have bands in there. You get away tickets. I got to meet like, you know, promoters and shit. And like this whole, the whole scene, you get involved, right? And I loved the music. So it was awesome. Yeah. So I did all that. And then I had a lot of friends, my brother included that had moved here and went through the mate program, the RTA program, radio, television, arts. And uh, I'd grown up with them. They have family and radio and stuff. So we were all like radio. We loved the radio and we always listened to it. It's so like, you should come up here and, you know, come to the school. It's a two-year program. So I was like, okay, I checked it out. And I moved up here in 2010. And I lived with them in a big party house. And it was all people that went to radio. And we went to, I went to Nate. And it was, it was, the, it was a blast. Um, but I also, like, I, I grew up listening to Rob Peterson calling Rough Rider games. And I always had this, like, inkling of calling the Rough Riders or being the voice of the Riders. It was kind of a dream growing up there. I played football, but not for too long. And then, um, so I was like, maybe music, maybe sports. Didn't know. Go to Nate. It was fun. You explore who you are type of thing, too. Um, and I'd gone at a pretty older age, so I kind of knew who I was, I'd like to think. And um, I had the benefit of living with some people. I got a job kind of at the Bear and team and all that practicum, so you get to know people. So it was a nice incubator. And then, yeah, just got, uh, did my practicum there. Met Dusty, knew the people, and, and away we went. So I never really, uh, a lot of people have to kind of move and get lots of different jobs in smaller markets and stuff. So I have the benefit of kind of keeping it all together. So mm -hmm. it's been fun. I like that I did a little bit of community radio, which was nice. Now on a commercial radio, got to call a few Nate Ooks hockey games at that mm -hmm. arena. That was that was an experience. So yeah, yeah, that's the whole path. Yeah. So take me back to when you started with this, uh, doing the metal show, like that must've been wild to be able to get, to be involved with a lot of the producers and stuff like that. Did you get to meet any of the artists that were there? Yeah. And there was a lot of uh, local scene stuff. And, yeah, yeah. uh, so got to make a lot of friends, but a lot of those bands, like at the time, it was a great scene. They had a lot of, uh, again, it was more, uh, a lot of stoner rock and stuff. A lot of that noise. And um, a lot of good bands from the prairies that were always going through and good shows. And yeah, I got to have a few of them in, we, you know, and in the studio and stuff. And, and it was good because you couldn't, like, I, if I wanted to skip commercials, I'd just skip commercials. Fuck. Like, it was, it was a late night show, 11 yeah. to 12.30 Thursday nights. So, like, I'd, and then I'd work Friday morning at, like, 5. So, sometimes I'd just stay all up, you know, having a good time, partying all night. And uh, it, it was a fast, wild time. Um but that was fun. And it was at a good, good time of my life too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, meet a few bands, go to a few shows, uh, hang out at a few parties and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Has any of those bands made it big? 
not well, not big in terms of like huge huge but big in my yeah. eyes and but yeah. but that was like in two thousand like i don't know that was a lot of them are like old and broken up now i guess you could say but i'm trying to i remember i was giving away in 2000 and a facebook memory popped up the other day and it was like anybody i got some trivium tickets on tonight's show like trivium i don't know yeah. But it was some sort of promo stuff. But no, most of the bands were local bands. And like, I don't know, they're kind of, the few that are still touring and doing stuff, they're pretty old. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> it would have been a good time though, especially when you're going through college and like yeah. just the right time, right place, right age kind oh, of thing. Hey? Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. great. Yeah. And how have you found the transition from, uh, from doing that stuff to being full-time sports? Like, is that, is that where you're, you'd like to stick with is doing the sports or you got ambitions outside of that? I don't know. Like, uh, it's fun because it's a morning show. So we, it's a variety show really. Like, you know, yeah. you got to have a little fun. And, and, uh, I like to think it's a, it's an, it requires an upbeat personality. So that's, that's part of it. But, uh, I've always liked sports. I've liked them both. I've never been able to decide. Right. So I, why not make the best of both worlds and, and kind of do something like that. I, I, I had the privilege of having a few bare weekend shifts once and, and that was fun, but it's kind of like, I don't know music's kind of yeah yeah <laughs> if i'm gonna do something i'd like to kind of do it my way again once you have a taste of doing your own program you know and, and yeah. really getting the control that's so, like i love listening to like the, the, the like ckuas and cjsrs here are awesome stations like don't tell anybody but uh <laughs> yeah i mean great programming and stuff and just stuff you don't hear right yeah like you go to these places and they got like walls of cds and records and you just you can spend hours just browsing through all this obscure stuff so yeah. that would that would interest me but not so much on a, a commercial side you know mm -hmm. but yeah and right now sports is good i mean it's kind of weird every day because it's doesn't really mean much in the grand scheme of everything you know life <laughs> so it's kind of yeah it's not, some days you're like what are we what are we doing here but yeah yeah especially this it's, past week <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> that especially and then with covid right like it, i'm sure oh. you know and everybody hates talking about it because it's always like it's it's kind of falling on the stage of things you don't want to talk about anymore between politics religion and now you've got covid right it's like yeah. everybody's really hinky with it but I can't imagine that, uh, you know, when you hear of all the things that are going on, you got to go in and, and do a show like you guys have a big job to do in the sense that you've got to kind of drown out all the noise and try to bring something to the stage that is going to just lighten the load a little bit for people. Yeah. And there's a bit of a responsibility being a broadcaster like we had. I remember at the beginning, we, I, I printed off a stack of sheets or something in case the cops pulled me over and nobody could go. I could be like, oh, I'm a, you know, oh, I can. Which never came to that type of thing, but uh, it, it did. It 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 did. Uh, it kicked in though. It hit home how privileged I am to do what I do because I was never, knock on wood, I haven't been able to or had to stay home yet. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do the show from home. That'd be. I think UConn's doing that right now. It's rather clunky and and awkward and dumb. Mm -hmm. I like being there and doing that. So me and my fiance both have had the privilege of being able to go into work, which is nice. I mean, I can't imagine. You know. I think about people who can't but have to stay home and stuff yeah. and that must suck. Uh, so at the end of the day, we go in and people, yeah, voice there, but it, it's nice to be a pillow sometimes for people to, uh, you know, uh, to talk and, and voice things, whether they be negative concerns or positive. But I was like, well, at least I have a job to go into. So you'd go in and people would bitch and complain about stuff and, and still do to this day. But I think it's kind of wearing off a bit. People are a little tired, as you know, you say, it's it's kind of, we're all a little fatigued one way or another. But uh, yeah, yeah. 
it, it's been different, but I think all through it too, we've had these drafts and stuff. It's an opportunity to kind of have some fun too. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. And even at home, I'm doing different things. You know, you kind of, what are you going to do either yeah. laugh or cry? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> makes the best of it and try to do things, but uh, yeah, it, it's different. I don't know. Uh, it does put things into perspective a bit, but yeah, sports, you just do have to kind of lose yourself a bit, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fantasy really in a way eh? and did you grow up a sports fan like was that uh it was always yeah, a motivation played, yeah played a lot of sports and and my dad always uh, uh, sports on the tv right all the time yeah, so you just yeah. and the rough riders too like football is huge well yeah and, and growing up and just going to games and shit and like that was fun like yeah. really fun so yeah it's always part of and like i'm a big soccer guy too and european like you know I like the romantic side of sports, the, the connection, too monetized in North America. I'm going to go on a big rant here, but uh, no, it's all good. I like the um, the fan connection, older stadiums, that type of thing, cheaper mm-hmm. tickets, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm a big CFL guy, the people's game type of thing. You can reach out and touch them instead of being behind like five velvet ropes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think you could identify more with the team and more with the, and, and look, they, you know, I think they're more apt to listen to you if you do have concerns or, or judgments. So mm-hmm. it, it's way, it, it's a lot big, but I, I still, I like to pour a drink out, you know, for university, collegiate, high school, whatever it's that, that's where it's at. And yeah. with no NHL team in Saskatoon or whatever, yeah. huge Husky athletics, high school football, that fun stuff and like mm-hmm. midget hockey. So, well, Saskatchewan yeah, like was kind of neat, more, you know? Saskatchewan was really neat. Like I got the had the privilege of living there for a couple of years. And the one thing I noticed, like I, I grew up, you know, when the Eskimo Elks were the Eskimos, I grew up an yeah. Eskimos fan. And I, I gotta say, like the, the fan base in Saskatchewan, for lack of any other professional sports teams, like for any, whether it was the Dranda Pats or the Huskies or the Rough Riders, like it's incredible the passion that they have. And you don't even have to be a sports fan. It's like almost every every person in every demographic is cheering for them no matter what. Oh yeah. Like uh, even Husky hockey was great and they never won a title. It was Golden Bears all those years, but they had such great teams, but they played that old Rutherford Arena in Saskatoon, but it was just a barn, but, like, you'd go there, and, like, it'd be it'd be wild some nights, like, just pretty, yeah, <laughs> pretty bad, like, good bad, but, like, you know what I mean, and that was fun, like, and even yeah. Blades games, I was never really a fan of the Blades, but, like, when the Moose Jaw Warriors or Raiders rolled into town, and you'd have, you know, line brawls and stuff, and it had more of a uh, slap shot feel to it. And even the Rough Rider games, right? Taylor yeah. Field was a uh, notorious place for squeezing one more in and, uh, you know, looking over your shoulder, uh, turning a blind eye to certain actions. Like, it's just, and that type of thing. Like, I even uh, Husky football there at Griffith Stadium, I mean, it before 9-11, you know, no security or something. You know, yeah. like, there was yeah. a fence and that was about it. You could yeah. walk in. If you had a ticket, whatever, like, and, and then so like my dad would like kind of sometimes try to like squeeze in and i remember like the golden bears were in town and jerry Friesen saw him and he like reported him he's hey that guy's trying to like see and he thought my dad was like bella checking him in the bushes or something so he like complained that my dad was like a spy but like you don't get those types of like little uh, funny stories you know anymore yeah. everything's really like stale and rigid and and uh you know whatever and it's it's for the best but yeah 90s and stuff and it, it, it was a lot more uh, a CFL feel to everything, if yeah. you know what I mean. Eh? Yeah, well, I think the whole 90s, I think, 
you know, you look back on everything that happened, it was the attitude era. And it's an era that you'll never be able yes. to duplicate. Like I was watching some stuff the other day for wrestling and uh, there was one where it's like 90s wrestling versus 2000s and John Cena like speaks uh, Chinese. And then, you know, The Rock was, you know, mocking how it would sound. And it was just like, none of that shit you could get away with anymore. Like none of it. But nope. what a time it was to see that shit. But it wasn't just in, in wrestling. Like it was in hockey. It was in football. It was just yep. life, like hip hop music, yep. any rock and roll, like all of that shit you know, Nirvana, like, like one of the, it just everything about the nineties just had so much attitude and it was such yeah. a time. And Woodstock 99 had to ruin it all. That's, oh. a, that's the whole, uh, the whole thing. ECW wrestling, like you mentioned wrestling too, and attitude there is the best way to put it. Cause everything was like the Huskies are playing Lavelle in some sort of Mitchell bowl or something football quarter or semi in Saskatoon. And like, you couldn't have this now but all of like the the students were all lined up around the field like right there and it went to oh, overtime yeah. and sure as shit like after and then everybody like crowds it and there's like lavelle players swinging and spitting and people are just and it's like total chaos so oh, like yeah. you can't you never yeah. and it was like you don't condone that or whatever but boy it was fun you're like wow yeah. what a rush but like you couldn't have that you couldn't capture that again today no you couldn't you'd be arrested and there'd be all sorts yeah. of stuff going on you'd never be allowed yeah. in there I, which uh, again, is probably for the best but like yeah. I guess it's all litigation. Everybody wants to be, you know. Yeah. But. It's almost like when you look back at the 70s, you're like, man, I wish I could have been alive during the 70s because that would have been a time to just... Well, a grandma would give me smoke or something like that, oh, you know, well, or whatever. Yeah. So much shit could go on, right? I, yeah. I grew up in Hyper A for quite a few years, and I remember the Regals, when they were playing, every time they would play uh, Lakeland, it would be like this. It was just a shit show. And yeah. so we go outside after the game, and our fans are standing at the player's bus, and they're like beating the shit out of the bus before the team gets out. I'm like, you guys are fucking crazy. Like, what are you doing? And I just stand there and it was like, before long, the cops are there and the players are fighting the fans. And it was just like, holy shit, what is going on here? It's it's wild. It was an experience. Well, even uh, in, in, I don't know, uh, the Rough Riders too. Like I used to love going to games at Taylor Field. I don't like going now, but it's just, you can't, I feel like a fish out of water. Like I, the stamps came one year and and I was so, and I was by their bus after the game, and I'm pointing at them and bringing the window. Juwan Simpson comes off the bus and like gets in my face, and I was like, hit me in my face. <laughs> and but again, like, and he wasn't gonna do it, and he was just like, he was beefing up trying to like act. And I, you know, no little hard feelings or anything, but it was just so funny because you could get so up close, yeah. and like the bus driver was like, whoa, here we go, and like nobody's pulling me off or anything. Like it's, it was just out there in plain day. Yeah, you know, no ropes, no security. Yeah just flat out yeah at least there was no yeah. ladders being thrown or anything like that hey like not conor mcgregor style none of that shit well yeah i don't know <laughs> i we had we had our own uh wrestling league too back then in the oh, did in, you? in the night yeah hbw and then we would we would have ladder matches in buddy's house and everything like that oh man was did you guys film all this stuff and try to get uh yeah did on you? an old news camera with vhs yes. tapes but they're yeah. all lost so they're all like oh, phantom no. tapes now but we would go into like public school, like we would go into schools that weren't our schools. And then like custodians would be like, what are you doing here? And we'd be like, oh, back yeah. after this, you know. Documentary. <laughs> oh, it was nuts. It was so wild. But again, can't do that today, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Shit you could get away with back in the day. Yeah. Oh, man. So are you, is that still an ambition of yours to try to one day call a writer's game? Is that is that something you'd, you know, kind oh, of on your path? Oh, that'd be fun and funny. Yeah. I, I, 
you know, I don't know. You, you kind of, you, you always want to be something. And then you, when you get into things, you realize how they work, right? I mean, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's a different, uh, it's a different show. There's red nowadays. tape everywhere probably, hey? Yeah, and like, you know, I, I think I grew up and I learned, I like going to Rough Rider games and, you know, getting pinned and yelling and losing my voice. And I, I really, really love doing that. So yeah, could I, could I? put a capper on it or or kind of act you know yeah why would i want to i don't know it's yeah. weird you, you kind of yeah you, you grow up and you're like huh this was cool but yeah you realize what it is and everything and yeah i yeah. don't know it'd be fun to call a game you know what i mean just but, for the experience sure why not well, just just do what they do on on like social media just record it from your seat with all your ad libs and all the screaming <laughs> and the shouting and shit and i'll twitch whatever. it or something yeah yeah exactly i'll yeah. make a madden team yeah. yeah, totally. When you were talking about the uh, listening to the AM radio, do you ever listen to the like the um, old AM radio stories, like those shows that they used to have? Yes. Yeah. Well, not. I don't listen back to them. I know on CKUA there's a guy that does. Uh, what's his name? Gord Chelnick, I think it is, and he's a, he and he's like at a cabin, and there's like birds and stuff, and he's oh, always shit. like reading poetry and oh, playing yeah. music and doing all this stuff. So it's like an interactive show where he's kind of taking you inside his little, uh, his little uh, place wherever he is out yeah. in the woods. Yeah. But we, then that community station I used to work at, they used to play like those 19, whatever they were like aliens invading shows. And they must've been they, they a band, but this was on FM. So they were a little more crisp, yeah. but I don't go out of my way to, uh, I'm not like a, um, like I'm not like a aficionado, you know, mm -hmm. nerd geek when it comes to that stuff. Right now, I don't really care. I just yeah. like listening to stuff, like you yeah. know, CBC or something. Or, yeah. Well, I, I used to when I was working night shift. I used to on my way home, I would turn on six thirty chid, and then there would be those old time radio shows where they'd be like, you know, you have the weird drama music in the background, and it's like people are on a boat and they get stuck in this lagoon and there's a cave and somebody gets murdered. And it's like this big drama series. And you're like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, who's that guy? You'd know this. Uh, was it Art Bell? Oh, did they need and he like talk to aliens or something? Yeah, like it was like, the, it was in. coast to coast AM is what it was called. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There was some wild wow. shit in that. Hey, what a oh. trip that was. Yeah. And like oh. the couple times I heard that out and you're kind of like, what am I doing up at this hour? And then you're like, Oh, this is playing and it all makes sense. That, that yeah. was, that's a fun listen yeah it's it's unusual man like some of the people that come on there like the one day i was listening and they were talking about uh this guy was talking about a lot of science stuff i'm like oh this really makes a lot of sense and like oh then they jump into a topic he's like well where'd you learn all these like well the aliens taught me i'm like what is going on here oh Holy yeah shit. yeah it's like and it, it was like yeah kind of like an extraterrestrial jerry springer paranormal uh type yeah. of deal yeah 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 it's yeah. a crazy show i don't know if it's still on at all but it's it's nuts I don't know what happened to that. No. Yeah. So how come the, with the show TSN 1260, like what's, why is it on AM versus FM? Like what's the, how does that work with that, that, that scene? Uh, Natty, I want to give you a more detailed answer. It's just because it's not as like, it's not, it's not a driver. It's talk to, um, I don't know. In the States, it's a little more popular. I guess you could say sports radio, like, it's just, you know, the money's not there, to be honest. Mm -hmm. It's just not thought of in the grand scheme of things. So it's pretty much why mm -hmm. in terms of like a detailed numbers look, again, I can't really say, but it's just, it's not, um, it's talk radio, money's not there. The, the 
grand numbers aren't there. That would be my mm-hmm. guess, but. With, uh, with the Oilers radio that you guys cover, like, is, are you a fan of the Chelly? Like, do you have a certain team that you, you cheer for in the NHL or is because it's local, you kind of just, you're up for the Oilers and that's about it. Yeah. I'm a fan of the uh, fans. I'm not yeah. really, uh, you know, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> does it pain you to have to cover I, a team I, I like hate... this? What's this? Does it, does it pain you to have to cover a team? No, I have fun because it? we don't have to carry any water for anybody. Mm. And that's nice. You know, I mean, you don't have to, uh, and then you feel the heat. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, so I like that we can kind of tell and, uh, uh, you know, give our thoughts and our opinions without any, at least I don't have any fear of, of any splashback or blowback, but, um, you know, I used to follow like the sharks. I like following like Saskatchewan guys mm-hmm. when I, when I was growing up, cause I'd see them go through junior hockey and, and what have you. And you could kind of follow a career path, but not so much anymore. I like the sharks. I like the stars at one point, uh, their close ties to like Pantera always amused me. <laughs> so like, that was that. Why is it? I'm a huge Pantera fan. So I was like, Oh, cool. I can play <laughs> okay. Pantera at the games. This is awesome. Gotcha. Um, so and uh but other than that no i liked the ducks when they came in as the cousins with the panthers my brother mm-hmm. chose the panthers i chose the ducks and like those jerseys were cracking yeah he hate bear i had a few cards of his um but other than that i don't really have a uh, a particular it's all football you know that's yeah. the whole thing there's no hot and i liked again i liked husky hockey i like moose jaw warrior hockey growing up but not so much any any pro team yeah yeah the uh, a lot of people forget that the Ducks used to be called the Mighty Ducks. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Almost kind of off the movie. I always wondered if the Vegas Golden Knights would drop the Golden and just go with the Vegas Knights at one point too. Like, just well, because to... I think I think they wanted to or something. But I, who is it again? Is it Army that has a trademark on Knights or something? Desert Knights or something? Or oh, there's something maybe. Knights and they had maybe. to go. I don't know what it was. Maybe they were going to be Desert Knights or maybe I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be interesting. That'd be wild. Yeah. I like I do like the uh, VGK though, but VK yeah. would be alright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So outside of outside of radio, like what uh, what makes you tick, man? Oh boy, uh, that's you know I'm a man of simple pleasure. I like getting outside, like biking, like walking, like running, you know, yogaing, um, music again, listening to music, like to party. Uh, as I, I live in a I live in a senior's home, I have to talk a little quiet because I don't want to say it too loud. Somebody might be outside, so it's kind of fun living here because it's pretty. Uh, it's nice people. It's quiet. I'm yeah. pretty quiet now, and uh, yeah, there's just neat people. So I like bumming around the condo here. Like it's like living in Florida, but without the weather. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you're like in an episode of Seinfeld every day. It's hilarious. It's I, I yeah. tell you, it's hilarious. So I don't know. So I live. I, like I'm fortunate, I live nice and close to the river, so I yeah. get down there quite a bit whenever I can. And uh, yeah, you know, living, game yeah. out a bit sometimes. Play those Tom Clancy games on the oh, old yeah. uh, on the old Xbox there, and yeah, yeah, watch shows with the fiance, that type of thing. So when's the big day? You guys are. Uh, I remember hearing about the engagement. When's that coming? May, and it was May. It's May one, and Rage Against the Machine were supposed to. They rescheduled their show for that day. They've now postponed it again. So oh the whole thing was nobody nobody was going to come because everybody wanted to go to that so i was like well shit and then you got to play friends like they're like well i'm missing this for this and you're like ah so it's too bad you probably could have wrote them a letter and and done everything on stage with them 
that have been awesome. Well, they totally they're gonna play taken. like some of their songs and stuff, but now at least there doesn't have to be that theme to it. Also, it's like thank God, and now nobody can get like pissed off or whatever. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I, apparently, I think a lot of our invitations got lost in the mail, so this is going to be fun to uh, backtrack. Oh, yeah. yeah, just do just do the old social media pound out and say, here you're invited. Oh. Here's a just give me a thumbs up if you're coming. Get up the Rolodex, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. The uh, how do you find the preparations for the wedding planning? Is that uh, is the fiance giving you a lot of those responsibilities, or are you just kind of sitting back and how does that go? No, she's not a bridezilla either, and like we don't we could we could do this on our own, you know, go away and uh, take the money and run. So and and we had a plan two years ago, so it's kind of like fuck, you're gonna get on with it and get it over with already. So we're just both kind of gassed, uh, but it's all pretty simple. But yeah. certainly dealing with people and their individual needs has been uh, quite the experience. Oh, man. <laughs> Not was... our wedding so much as it is everyone else's, right? That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And because it's because you're getting married, you've got to invite your mom's friends and cousins and your dad's buddies <laughs> from, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's It was quite the experience. I remember I remember being told that I had to invite like a great aunt of mine. And I'm like, well, who is she? She's like, well, you maybe, maybe you've never met her. I'm like, what the fuck am I inviting her for? Then? I, don't, I don't understand this nobody so, you know yeah i don't i don't get the whole why well, i mean it's nice but yeah 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 anyway <laughs> well it makes life simple though man i'm telling you like when when we did ours it was uh my wife is like i refer to her as my minister of war and finance like she was on it like everything that needed to be done i just had to give my i didn't even give the approval nod it was just like this is what we're gonna do i'm like all right cool like that's whatever you want to do i'm down with but yeah. if i had to do try it not to think too much yeah you don't think too much what do you think i don't think yeah, I just whatever you think is good. I I'm with it. I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was fun. Like we had lots of fun. But if I were to do it again, I probably would just elope, man. I would just fuck off to Vegas, just go have some fun. Invite like four or five of your closest friends and just go have some fun with it. So expensive. Everything costs a lot of money. Yeah, it does. It's <laughs> yeah, crazy. Like, wow. Yeah. Well, I, my best friend got married, and uh, so he had to pay the dowry and everything too. But they were getting married in Dubai, and so they had like a, I think it was like a three or four day wedding. And I didn't, I never even asked him the final tally because I don't, like, I don't even want to know. It's probably more than a mortgage for a house, but I'm like, man, it's just, and we tried to keep it low. Like we tried to keep it simple, but. Oh, even, even, oh, that's what we're doing too. But even that is a, a challenge to, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. I, I couldn't imagine a few days. No, uh, no. no, I don't think I want a few days. If you know what I mean? Nope. Nope. One, one day's a lot. One day's yeah. a lot. Yeah. 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 That's funny. The, uh, when you were talking about the, uh, TSN and all that stuff. I, I don't mean to, to belabor the fact that working at the station, I just find it really interesting. And you're one of the one of the characters on that show that really make it uh, really make it popular. But um, from your perspective, like who is uh, who's one of the most disgruntled guys there that you come to work and like, oh my God, no, 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 no. Like I I think you the listeners know, but there's gotta be like there's gotta be one of the better per- personalities there and then one of the guys that everybody just kind of looks at and they're like, oh come on, man. This is it's a good thing. Things are good. <sighs> um uh, <laughs> you can choose not to answer it's all good no i uh <laughs> so my buddy hernan who's great he's my he's a brother of mine he's a great guy love him but he always uh because <laughs> he usually does low tide show after me but we always have this thing where he kind of goes uh <laughs> lord give me strength and the way he says it with a bit of an accent is just, it rips through me, but he'll just let out a long breath 
if he reads like a text or if somebody says something stupid and he'll just like <laughs> he can't take it like he and i think it's a bit of an act but like he uh like he, dusty forces him like do scalding hot takes and he like just hates it so he like bemoans it and i just like i i laugh so hard he yeah he's got a very uh dry way of uh communicating his frustrations which turned them then not into frustrations but into like highly entertaining moments and uh yeah he's <laughs> yeah he's funny he's a funny guy but he's also very like he's always and then he does like uh we complain about how we're like aging and we can't do the stuff things we like to do such as party and like physical activities so sometimes he'll go do something like he's like oh i'm feeling good i'm running yeah. And then he like pull a muscle or something like oh <laughs> like it's just like the end. <laughs> so I don't know his his uh, his life gives me great joy whether it's like good or bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since. <laughs> and I I take it like low tide is the granddad of everybody that's at the station there. He's great. Yeah. No, yeah. I he's uh, I really missed. Uh, I really like doing. I produced his show for a couple years, and that was a real hoot. Um, but now he he was out. He didn't come into the station for a few years, obviously due to everything. But now he's back, so that's nice. I get to see him. I like talking. I'll have a chat with him every morning. I try to maybe for a couple minutes. But he's a nice guy to chat with, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's a good because uh, Jamo Jameson's kind of a father figure type of thing. But he's been out too for a while now with his stuff. Mm-hmm. So Tide's now the elder, but Tide's not like a Jamo bounces around. He's kind of more of a leader guy whereas tide comes and does his show they're both different personalities but um i really love tide you can really talk to him pick his brain you know it's nice to have an elder around yeah he'll admit that i am not have to be ageist or anything but he uh it's nice to have a guy of his vintage you know he's he's one of the guys where when you sit down he's just captivating to listen to like you don't expect like and the memory on that guy like i don't know if he preps for shows or if that's just all like memory knowledge that he has yeah and like me too, equal sports, equal music. He loves the music and he can have a music chat and he's very fair. He doesn't take cheap shots at people. He's very above board guy, very yeah. nice guy, like the nicest. So you hate, I don't know, that's, we always joke around too, like that the Oilers are doing him bad, but like, just come on, like it's tearing him apart. I always say he's just ditch him and just cheer full time for Boston. He's a Bruins. He's, he likes the Bruins a bit. I'm just like, oh, just. Yeah, just commit already. He to for once. Yeah, yeah that's right. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You> deserve it. <laughs> Head, drop him to the curb and just take off. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, yeah. the personalities are interesting. It's, uh, I mean, it's like any team, right? Like it, everybody adds a certain element and some of the personalities are just like this crazy way out there. Like it's, it's fun. It's to a great to. mix though. Like we yeah. all, and we all uh, work for, uh, we're all very responsible, which is nice. There's no, you know, mm-hmm. BS or lollygagging, that type of thing. We're yeah. all very, you know, so I really, that makes it very easy every show every guy it's it's all good it's um i remember listening to the show because will used to be on there for a while too and i remember the one day it was like oh it was like the they're just like oh it's the dustin nielsen show I'm like what the hell happened like what uh was there like because i know bell media went through a lot of hiring and firing at one time too like just kind of i don't know thinning the herd trimming the fat however you want to put it like uh was that always a plan for the TSN show to, to be just you, you two, or how did things work out that way? No, I don't know. Like it, there's really, there's no, you don't really know anything too much from day to day, you know, things can happen. And, uh, but, 
was it secure yeah. like do you find like in terms of career wise like is it do you find it fairly secure or is it just from day to day you're not, not really, really sure you, you can't you can't you you obviously i mean you 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 know if you're in a better position than some yeah but um even even my bosses like it's out of their hands you might get a directive from from people i've never met before that you know hey this is done okay you know and that's that's how it goes so it's kind of weird that way but that's the trade-off for the fun you have i guess you know like that's kind of the thing yeah. so it, it's kind of weird knowing in any day could be it but we now you know being there you you pick up on wins like it, it's never really a, a immediate you either know where you would and i think will too will will kind of knew that he was kind of yeah i think he told me as such he, he exhibited as such and he was fine but he was fine to work with i because dustin sits in one room and then i sit in another room but that was the room will used to be in too so i'd sit with him so i it was just when i started first five years away it was will and i in the same room and man he his he's a unique individual he is one weird cat like he, and in a good way but like mm-hmm. we would have some talks about stuff like man and uh he's still a good friend like i we 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 see him the odd time but uh yeah i still remember the morning he got walked out and again he wasn't too surprised but dustin and i kind of were and uh but that's yeah where you go it'd be nice to have a third on the show too to just because it's a busy show and there's a lot of stuff yeah we could do so much more in the end sometimes you feel like ah crap but i had to do this and you got to do this so Mm -hmm. but at the same time you know that's what it is and whatever but uh it, it was fun to have him on the show it certainly was a little different and him and dustin's dynamic too was a little uh was a little funny because boy he was uh he was a unique guy as i said <laughs> is a unique guy yeah yeah, yeah for sure the uh yeah it was it was interesting i mean that's kind of a, one of the things i thought about too with with especially with COVID, is i didn't realize um maybe because for a point of, like a period of time i just kind of quit listening to the radio and you just kind of tune things out, but I didn't realize that you guys were still going full-time day in and day out, that that was something that never really stopped for you. Uh, have you found that it's really impacted you much at all throughout your life, other than the restrictions that's, that are out there? No, I, again, I said, I was very fortunate that uh, uh, nothing has, I've known a few people. I knew a guy that died, like, you know, but not too close. Um, and, you know, everybody gets affected different ways. So, you know, people and you hear people and that sucks. But for me personally, no, I, again, I was employed. I got to work. I got to go through my routine day in, day out. So very fortunate. And even the non-sports, oh, how are you doing a show? No sports. Oh. And again, I'm very fortunate too that we do a show and I work with a guy like Dusty who's creative and we can come up with ways to to mm-hmm. discuss other things and do other things like mm-hmm. uh, whatever it was. We were, I remember we were doing like we were, we had some sort of Nielsen show dinner theater when we were reenacting movie scripts for some reason, like for a couple weeks, that was weird, but it was fun. And yeah, it's something you'll remember. It was an interesting time. Um, and it was a nice little break, to be honest, like those drafts and everything. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Like it, was, it, was, it was fooling around radio. It, it was like, um, cause at Nate, they have the little NR 92 station and that's just the station you cut your chops for, but you just use it as fun. So that's, pretty much what we were doing and it was it was great we didn't have to play music we didn't have to do anything we could just do whatever we wanted Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah why not whatever yeah Yeah. Yeah. when is uh when is give cello supposed to kick off because i think people have been waiting that waiting for that forever it's right around the corner to be honest um and uh well you know that corner is just it's just such a wide uh (laughs) such a long kind of you're always trying to get around it but uh yeah certainly i think with the uh, weather 
turning around and perhaps uh yeah. i don't know restrictions i don't know we'll see but uh, certainly it's one of those things where you want a full embrace you don't want any people need to get as close as they can yeah. um you know exchanging of bodily fluids would be encouraged you know that type of thing it's it's a it's like the anti anti-covid yeah. yeah 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 you guys would be looked at as the anti of everything at that point you'd, yeah you'd lick you'd have to lick something to get in yeah you guys would be making bbc news for sure yeah. for sure yeah absolutely yeah we have to <laughs> patent it yesterday yeah yeah totally is that uh are you guys allowed to do those kinds of things like this is is it something sponsored through tsn or is it just what you guys are going to do just for fun just oh, for no. shits and giggles it's it's it's, it's um i'm not going to say it's totally fictional but it's totally uh just a uh you know, Christmas is coming type of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we can't really do much, to be honest. Like it, it's it's a state of affairs right now where you just kind of do your own thing, and that's exhibited through our uh, tickle trunk prize box of Dusty's previously watched DVDs. Yeah, and I think you know, uh, instead of giving away like big novelty checks for however much in millions of dollars, it's kind of neat to uh, do some organic stuff where you're kind of like, like you know, even with um, with uh, the emergence of formula one on the show and our interest kind of in it yeah um you know we we're thinking of maybe a nielsen show grand prix or something in the future or something to kind of get people out that's the thing i i go to uh nfl season monday and thursday night at the brew house for the football and it's just nice to like meet a few people just a few mm -hmm. listeners here and there that's mm -hmm. what it's all about and if you give somebody a signed dvd or a connor mcupdate or something and they're like cool you know put it on the fridge or give it to the boy yeah in the card thing too like it's i like that we can make a lot out of nothing because you know there's not really many other options right now state yeah. of the world type of thing you know so yeah 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 we're For well sure. positioned yeah no you guys definitely bring a lot to the table and i know that uh you know especially when when you're waking up at like i get up at five in the morning so it's like coffee and then jump in the car and by the time i'm on the road it's it's something to listen to and something to keep you busy and occupied and laugh the only shitty part is you can't text and drive so it's like <laughs> oh my voice to text doesn't really work out that great some days either some people's auto responses do come in and it's like uh hey fucking idiot and i'm like what are you talking <laughs> about and then it's like don't talk to me i'm driving and i'm like well come on you can't like come you come at me and then i come back and then it's like oh i'm driving you can't so i don't yeah. know yeah no, that's fair so what's uh do you have any big plans for heading over to europe to watch some soccer one of these days or have you done that before no i don't know that's gonna be a time i went over there in 08 with a friend and we went all over the went from we went from wales to germany and uh, I stopped in Liverpool for a couple nights. His aunt graciously gave me a tour of the stadium and everything. It was in the summer. So they were doing a few renovations and there was no game or anything. But I got to see the stadium, got to see the museum and all that stuff. It was pretty neat. But um, yeah, to see a game, that would be uh, that'd be something. But I, I don't know when that would be. That's just so much stuff now to like. Yeah, you got to plan just around. Just thinking about it gives me like anxiety. Like it's so much to do. And like if I was to do that, it, you'd, and you'd have to go for maybe like a couple, right? Like make a bit of a time yeah. out of it because you can't if i'm gonna fly over there for like a you know nothing game or something you can't justify that maybe one of these days but yeah you can just co-host the show from europe that would be interesting can you imagine yeah well yeah i'll keep dreaming on that i think Cella has a better uh chance of happening than, than that maybe yeah <laughs> yeah totally how did uh I got one more question before I let you go. Where did the, I know you guys are always interested in the handles that everybody kind of sends in with. Where did the Lieutenant Air come from? 
Yeah. So um, when I started, I uh, my hair was longer again and uh, a little more thick as well. And I was sitting in the chair one day and Dustin came in <clears throat> and uh, and I was just started on the show with Will and Will was on holiday or something. And um, so I was sitting in the chair and I have a picture. He took a picture of it. But I was sitting in a chair and I had a green army coat. I had like a green camel army coat and I was wearing it and I had my hair and I don't know what the hell else I was wearing. But I was sitting in the chair cross-legged. I don't know why either. And uh, he's like, hey. And then I, so I spun around and he said I looked like Lieutenant Dan because I had no legs oh. <laughs> and I had an army coat on and I had hair and my hair. And it was all kind of in the mood, in the lighting, like everything, it, it, it was perfect strike. So he got the, the pictures out there somewhere. It always pops up in a memory. But um, yeah, so Lieutenant Dan, and that's the whole. Uh, that's where it came from. First thing there, yeah. That's awesome. That's hilarious. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I really appreciate you joining me today. It's uh, I figured I'd put it out there to see if you had any interest, and uh, I'm glad that you okayed it. So I, I thank you very much for, for joining me today, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, these are weird, but it was fun. Thanks again. Yeah, all right, man. Take care.